Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Friday, everyone. We have been talking about the gear that God has given us to overcome all the enemies of life. The first enemy that we face is deceitfulness. It is one of the most menacing enemies that we will face. The article of gear that helps us to overcome it is the belt of truth. I think in recent times, the value of truthfulness has really been eroded. People are not as committed as they once were to honesty. It has become accepted that a person wouldn't tell the truth all the time, that there are times when it's actually better to lie, to be untruthful. We call them white lies. But really, there's no such thing. A lie is a lie. Anytime we lie, we are following in the footsteps of Satan. Second Corinthians 11 verse 13 says, You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. He is the originator of lies, and everyone that follows in his footsteps, everyone that is untruthful, that lies, takes on the trait of Satan. He becomes their father. You know, I don't want Christ to look at my life and say, you are of your father, the devil. But Jesus did to these folks because they were not being honest. The next verse goes on to say, And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Satan is deception personified. He doesn't come with horns and a pitchfork. He comes as an angel of light. He always presents himself as being rational and right and something that we should do. But it is a deception. He deceived Eve. He tried to deceive Jesus, but Jesus saw through it and spoke truth back to him. But many times we fall to Satan's temptation because we cannot see the deception that's involved in it. Our answer is to put on this girdle of truth, the belt of truth. It goes around our middle. It protects the very essence of our being. It is a belt. Other things hang on it. And I tell you, if you want to be equipped as a man of God, a woman of God, then the first article you must put on is this belt of truth. You just decide that you are going to be truthful in all things. Peter admonishes the church in his epistle, chapter 2 and verse 1, saying, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, 
He goes on in verse 21, For to this you were called, because Christ has suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. The description here of Jesus was that he committed no sin and there was no deceit in his mouth. Peter concludes in chapter 3 and verse 10 by saying, For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. This is something that just has to be absolute, that I will not be deceitful. You see, we fall into this trap when we begin to think, well, this is just a white lie. In other words, there's really no darkness in this lie. I'm just saying this to help someone else or to spare their feelings. And so this is just a white lie. This is actually a good thing that I should do. But the problem is, color is a spectrum. White moves through different shades to black. There's white, and then there's just off-white. And then there's a light gray. And then it's gray. And then it becomes charcoal and so forth, getting over to dark. And when you start down this path of, well, it's okay, there are times I lie, you are on a slippery slope. Because there's no distinguishing. How do you tell one shade from another? Satan loves it when we accept a white lie. He goes, aha, I've got them. They're my child now. Now it's just a matter of letting that lie grow within them. When we put on the belt of truth, it is an absolute. I will not be deceitful. I will not lie. But then someone might say, okay, how do you handle those situations when someone asks you how their hair looks? And to you it's terrible, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, I tell you, wouldn't you hurt them more by saying, oh, it's fine, and lying about it? I mean, I would want someone to tell me the truth. And you don't have to tell the truth in such a way that it just completely destroys someone. You can answer a question with a question. When someone says, how does my hair look? You can say, how does it look to you? What caused you to want to change it? And as you get into the conversation, you can then very gently be honest and help the person because if you think it's terrible, there's a whole lot of other people who might think that it's terrible. You say, I'm just trying to get an illustration here of saying it is not to the benefit of someone to try to spare their feelings by lying to them. We can have discretion, Discretion is how you present the truth. You don't have to say everything that you think to a person, but what you do say should be truthful. And so we need wisdom in these things. But the answer is not to be deceitful. And this is most important when we come before God. When you come into His presence, you have to be completely honest. Jesus gave the parable of the Pharisee and the publican praying. The Pharisee begins to pray and he lists all the good things that he does. He prays, he fasts, he gives alms, and he lists all his good points before the Lord as if this will earn him the merit to be heard by God. And Jesus contrasts that prayer with the prayer of the publican who simply prays, Lord, be merciful to me a sinner. 
And Jesus said that man's prayer was heard where the Pharisee's prayer was not heard. Now, why would that be the case? Because their prayers illustrated their heart. The Pharisee was trying to cover his sin by listing all his good points. The publican was just honest. He knew he was a sinner, and he just acknowledged it before the Lord. And Jesus said, that man's prayer is heard. You see, when we come to God, we have to just be honest. You can't cover anything up in his presence. You just have to be yourself. We need to take all the masks off that hide our identity. You see, we're so used to putting a mask on before other people because we always want to put ourselves in a good light that we carry this across to God. But we just need to be honest. Be honest with God, be honest with yourself, and be honest with others. In James, it tells us to confess our faults one to the other that we may be healed. Part of the process of our being cleansed and healed of our sins is to confess them one to the other. To tell the truth about yourself. The truth about your sins, your faults, your weaknesses. Now, this doesn't have to be done to everyone. It's not like everyone I see, I have to bear my heart and share every sin that I've ever committed. No, it's not that. There's a matter of discretion and appropriateness. But whenever we are determined that no one's going to know about this and that we'll be deceptive in hiding our faults, there is something very much wrong with this. The scripture says, He that hides his sin will not prosper. But if we will confess our sins, we're able to forsake them. As we bring the sin into the light, it loses its power. Satan is the father of lies. He wants things hidden. Satan thrives in the darkness. And when we hide our sins, we give them power. But once you bring the sin to the light and you expose it into the presence of Christ, it loses its power. It's like the sun dispels the darkness. Satan has our minds so messed up that we think, oh, it's better for me to hide my sin. And nothing could be further from the truth. That is Satan's deception. You need to be open with your sin. Confess it to God, and where appropriate, confess it to others in order to help you to forsake the sin. This whole matter of being honest and open and transparent is so important. This is the way we must be if we're going to come to the Lord. There's a story in the scripture in John 1 and verse 43 that's very interesting and it really illustrates this point. It tells us that Jesus had found Philip and he said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Now, this is a very interesting story. Philip finds the Lord and he goes to tell Nathanael about it. 
He tells him that he's found the Christ. It's Jesus. He's from Nazareth. Now, Nathanael is completely open. And he says, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip says, come and see. And when Jesus saw Nathanael walking towards him, he makes this comment. Behold an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. And to me, this illustrates the point that if we want to come to Jesus and be recognized by him, we have to come with no deceit. You can't come with any kind of mask, any kind of front, any kind of deception, any kind of ulterior motive. You just have to come and be honest and be yourself. When you are, Jesus accepts us. It's just like the hymn that plays many times at a Billy Graham meeting. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. We come just in honesty and humility. And when we do, the Lord accepts us. That's our time for today, but we will continue on Monday. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. Please join us this Sunday for one of our worship services, online at 1030 or in person at 8, 930 and 1130. Please register online as we are limited to 15% capacity. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.